Shalom and welcome to a voice calling in the wilderness. A trumpet call, a voice crying out loud for God to those that would hear so that they would run to him, that they might be warned. We're here sounding the alarm that our time on earth is short, that we have no time to waste. Here we will expose the truth, teach the word, discuss the dangers, lies, and enemies we are surrounded by, and how to engage in the war that we are standing in the middle of. Today we're talking with Brian, Aiden, and Grant about current events and what the Bible has to say about them, how we should be reacting and viewing them. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thanks for having us, J.D. Hello. <laughs> well, exciting news today all around. A uh, lot of things going on again in our country. We seem to be able to talk about this almost on a daily basis now. <laughs> things move so fast. Yes. Uh, I, we may have to start picking up our pace and, and doing the show more than once a week, I think. We're chugging we'll towards we'll the daily to, show. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're headed towards the daily show. <laughs> we'll we'll have to do a, a new show for this specifically and yes. have the other one be... <laughs> Wow, what amazing what amazing things are going on in our country, huh? Um, mm-hmm. So I think the first thing that's on all of our minds, I'm guessing right now, and, and we won't dedicate the whole hour to this, I promise, but uh, is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And just a couple hours ago yeah. now. Yeah, for us. For us. <laughs> recording this. Right, right. <laughs> at, at the time of recording. That's just a couple hours ago. Uh, this young man was found not guilty on all six charges. Yeah. Um, the Amazing. jury made the a great decision, I think. And, um, and we got to see that in our nation, justice is not dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That uh, the ideals that our justice system in our nation was founded upon does have a spark of life still. I know... There were a lot of people that were very concerned, especially as we went into the third day of jury deliberation, that justice may be dead and that our rights that are provided by God and protected by our Constitution would be very much into question. And uh, I think the jury's decision today proved that's not the case, that uh, Mm -hmm. there is still hope out there, that... uh, all is not lost. Uh-huh. And uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that just a little bit. I know, Brian, that you're excited. You have something that you really want to talk about on this. So yeah. Why don't you lead us off? All right. So here we go. Um, I don't know if you guys all remember uh, Nicholas Sandman, that former, uh, was it uh, Covington Catholic High School student right. back in Kentucky who was falsely accused by the media for harassing a Native American back in, uh, what was it, January of 2019? You guys remember him? Yeah, so he didn't actually harass the Native Americans. No, he oh. didn't. And he ended up winning a huge undisclosed amount of money. $250 million. Yeah, wasn't that per, like, for CNN and, like, yeah. well, and one another? Well, one of the networks, he wasn't, they weren't actually allowed to disclose. It was part of the NDA. Right, but we know that he got $250 yeah. million. Yep. The other so, one was probably more. Probably. So he, he posted with, um, with Kyle Rittenhouse and said, hey, man, the corrupt liberal media came for me just like they're coming for you. And he said, uh, if you decide to sue them, go for it I, and hold the media accountable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I mean, in, in this day and age, this is how you hold them accountable. There is, yeah. there is like little room for turn the other cheek when mm-hmm. like the entire establishment is against you. Mm-hmm. Well, and in this case, the, the media tried to hold this trial in the court of public opinion. Right. And they even tried to influence the jurors. Mm-hmm. Well, MSNBC been doing this, got caught. They've been caught. doing this for a long, yeah. long time. And, and, that, mm-hmm. and we we believe that. I don't I don't think that we've always had the evidence to support that belief. But mm-hmm. 
the truth is MSNBC got caught. Right. They they purposely sent a reporter to follow the jurists so they could expose who they were. And then they lied the about it. The jury was already feeling pressure from the outside world. And I don't know why they weren't sequestered, quite honestly. I, I'm still baffled why they... by why this jury was not sequestered for this trial. Yeah. yeah. But it the in CNN, MSNBC, multiple media outlets... They they called him a white supremacist. They called him a, a domestic terrorist. Mm-hmm. They actually CNN said that he was guilty of murder. Right, that word. And then they retracted it. But we know that once but you put something out there, and the it's out there, effort, yeah. it's there. It's there. They, they understand it, and they have retracted and um, you know removed a lot of things that they have um, said and talked about over the last couple few years. Mm. Um, around Russiagate and all these things, and they end up retracting things as they get caught with, you know, not doing their due diligence or, or whatever. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. problem is the damage is already done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, they really stepped in it this time because this young man will sue them, I'm fairly certain mm-hmm. of it, and he will win a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Did you see what Donald Trump Jr. Uh, did, twittered no. today? He said, the Rittenhouse jury just gave Biden his second colonoscopy of the day. <laughs> <laughs> because he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we uh, talk about that for a second? Yeah, yeah let's do that. that. Well, yeah, I think it's, that's, it's scary a, that even for if it's only 24 hours for Camilla to... <laughs> she is officially our president right now, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. This would be a good time. Sorry we need to, to hit the, this. This would be a good no, time to hit the, I, bu- the laugh button right now for Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my only thought going through my head right now is how do I get off of this train wreck? Oh, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, all we can do is really continue to pray and have faith that God has a plan. Amen. Because if we look at the last, I mean, just the last three weeks Mm -hmm. since November 2nd, we've had elections over the last three weeks, um, you know, different special elections, different timing for elections, and Republicans or conservatives have been winning across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. America is looking at what this administration is doing. It's like, this is not what we voted for. And they're yeah. seeing the results of, you know, of what they did vote for and or so, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're seeing the results of this and they're saying, uh, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We're fed up. This is way too crazy. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> so, yeah. One of the one more little thing on on this uh, case today, though, is and and I think it's not just this case. There's we've got a lot of examples of what I'm going to say here. It is very much time for believers and for conservatives and for American patriots to stand up and to take their nation back. Yeah. Yes. We have, we're not to a hopeless point. Mm-hmm. We are not to a point where God has turned us over and is going to turn away and walk away and never speak to us again. It, all we need to do is to admit that we have allowed sin to encroach on this nation, that we have allowed a, an incredible amount of filth and destruction come into our land. We have mm-hmm. to confess it, we have to repent of it, and then we have to pray. And ask for forgiveness. If we can do that as a nation, God's mm-hmm. going to restore this nation. Mm-hmm. We in this nation, we're born with a silver spoon in our mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the most wealthy, gifted, blessed 
piece of land ever to be given to a people mm-hmm. in the history of this world. And we have not treated it well. Yeah. We have turned that gift inside out and we have not done well with the gift we were given. But we can fix that. What poverty looks like in this nation is what wealth looks like in 70% of the world. Mm, right. I've been to Cuba. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> right. But we've seen parents are now standing up to school boards that are trying to teach filth in their schools. Mm-hmm. Parents are standing up when they're trying to do gender confusion and critical race theory and all these things. Parents are standing up and taking things back, right? Right. We have politicians that are standing up and doing what's right. Mm-hmm. We have a wonderful group of politicians in the state of Florida. Our oh, governor absolutely. takes care of his people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our legislature yesterday passed a new law Yep. and the governor signed it on the same day protecting the jobs of Floridians from COVID-19 mandates. Exactly. Well, that was amazing. What <laughs> an amazing thing for our local government, our state government to mm-hmm. do to protect mm-hmm. the people of the state. And mm-hmm. the best part about that yeah. is that it was passed through legislation. No, no, no. It was passed through legislation. It, it Biden, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. all these leftist dictatorial mm-hmm. leaders, so to or governors and mayors, and they're all doing it by executive order. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're not passing law. Yep. Biden worked with Florida and passed law. Yeah, he did it with the he did it the way that our founding fathers wanted us to do mm-hmm. business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We have three branches of our government for a reason. And we have a process to develop regulations and laws and rules of conduct for our nation. It's time our government follows that. Right. It's time for the American people to demand that. It's time for the American people to demand a balanced budget for our federal government. Exactly. Not just omnibus spilling or omnibus spending bills. Spending bills. Mm-hmm. See, it's so hard to say even. <laughs> <laughs> but we need a budget that says, you know, we're going to get, you know, X billion dollars in a year and this is what we're going to spend it on. Mm-hmm. How amazing would it be if Congress passed one law at a time? Let's make them actually work. Well, yeah. like, instead of like getting together, you know, three times a year and passing some crazy huge bill that nobody reads. And then we're reads. back on vacation. Exactly. Well, and right now <laughs> they're looking at a 3,000 page bill for $5 trillion. Yeah. Well, what, what they're doing is they're selling it as a $1.74 trillion bill because they're going to do it as a half measure. It'll have to be renewed if it's actually passed into law and if they pass it into law mm-hmm. at midnight on friday they're, night they're not going to let it lapse <laughs> when it comes due to like finish it out it'll end up costing five to seven trillion dollars yeah and we see that every time that they say oh the government's about to shut down we gotta raise the debt ceiling yeah they do it every single time right. yeah yep. we've given them that, that power we haven't said no you can't do that we haven't re- the governors should be recalling representatives and senators to the states and tell them, no, mm-hmm. you're not working for the American people. Go back to D.C. and do what we sent you there to do. Right. Or we will recall you. That's what the people want. And we have to start getting ready to stand up and make these statements. It's time for Christians. It's time for conservatives. It's time for patriots to stop being afraid mm-hmm. of being called names, of, of <laughs> being outed. For being a patriot, for being a Christian, if somebody says, oh, you're just a Christian Bible thumper, okay, mm-hmm. so what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is we, we need to stop, as as a ch- larger church, stop 
um, misunderstanding what church and state actual separation actually yeah. means. Yeah, it doesn't right. mean that we can't have influence. It means they don't tell us what to, <laughs> to do. do. Like, exactly. yes, we need to do things in a Christ-like manner, mm-hmm. but God gave us tools with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights for us to use this nation for his glory. Mm-hmm. And the more we sit back and don't participate, and the more we let the world just infiltrate, mm-hmm. the worse it's going to get, and we are actually disobeying God on that. Yeah. Because we're choosing to do nothing. And I think it starts yeah. with what you were talking about. It starts with prayer and just repentance yeah. of, oh, absolutely. Of, of what we've done and what we've done on a nation. I mean, taking a page out of Daniel's book in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. when he prayed... He kept saying, we, you know, have fallen short. We've done this. We've done this. And he mm-hmm. was one of the most blameless people in the Old Testament. Well, and I'll be honest with you. And he, he put just, himself with that group. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, was, he, he, he was guilty of generational sin. Of, yeah. Of you just look at abortion in this nation. All oh, right. Man. If you haven't been out actively fighting against this, mm-hmm. then you're complicit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We all are. Because we have set back and not done anything about it. Which is doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Just like the pornography industry taking over and destroying men's lives, destroying marriages and families, just like the critical race theory is trying to do right now. At least yep. we now or people are standing up and stopping against that, right? Um, there, you can go down. There's a nice list of things you could easily walk down and go, wow, how do we allow that? How do we allow mm-hmm. men and women in the girls' bathroom? How do we allow this? How do we allow you know, all the child trafficking and all, all that stuff. How do we allow that? We mm-hmm. didn't stand up. We didn't raise our voices mm-hmm. and say, that's exactly. enough. Mm-hmm. It's time for this to stop. And we put elected officials in place to help make that stop, and they didn't do that job. Yep. But we didn't hold them accountable mm-hmm. either. Because we thought we were too small to do something. Well, we mm-hmm. were which afraid is, to. Is, yeah, which is false. It's We have the power, and big things come from big prayers, and God wants to do Amazing things. And again, I I hold the churches responsible. They did not stand at the pulpit and preach that it's time for us to go make our voices Mm -hmm. heard. Yeah, It didn't get preached that they needed to go be active. People are too comfortable sitting in that church Mm -hmm. pew and listening to their sermons and singing a few songs and going home for the week and doing nothing with what God's given them. And a lot of that is the churches making that environment of, you know, I'll feel good, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. and. We just want to make you feel good and feel comfortable instead of saying, hey, this is what we got to do as a people. Right. And that's why I appreciate our church so much, you know. If you've mm-hmm. got to have a vocal pastor that is willing mm-hmm. to teach the truth. Mm-hmm. You've got to have passion for God's will. A hundred percent. Yep. And if we don't have those things, you're never going to be successful. You're never going to have effectivity in your life. Yeah. And so how can we be effective in our nation or our communities? Exactly. We, we need to be effective. And to be effective, you got to have the will of God and his presence involved. And that starts at the pulpit, and it starts in the hearts of the people that are sitting in those pews. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes it takes a big deal, a big, you know, jolt and, and change to culture yep. to wake people up. Mm-hmm. And I look back at this last year, and, you know, we saw Trump lose the White House, and we saw, you know, the country turn in a direction that is just devastating for for Christians, you know, true believers and and patriots. Um, but we've watched something happen throughout this year, and we're seeing we're seeing a result that looks like people are starting to actually care. Whereas before, yeah, starting to wake we, up a little we bit. We had it. We had it good. Yeah. 
You know, with Trump, we had it good. Everything, oh, we, the, the economy was going good. We're we, becoming self-sufficient you know, on Conservatives energy. were yep. like in <laughs> control, you know, and then we lost it. And now you're seeing people actually, they like Trump woke the American people up. Yeah. And now they're seeing the effects of this ill-advised and, and treacherous, you know, administration and policies. Mm-hmm. And the American people are starting to actually engage. And that's the true power of this nation. Yeah. Is when the people get together and they actually care and they engage. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think you're right. I think what we're seeing is, is people are growing a backbone finally. Right. Finally. And, and, <laughs> and hopefully it's and not too and, late. And perhaps no, it's not. <laughs> perhaps that's part of God's plan for yeah. it. You know, well, that's true. You know, kind of awakening. He, because he had to discipline us, but that discipline, this pain, and hopefully he will protect us from too much damage from this yeah. administration. Yeah. But enough pain to say, hey, mm-hmm. wake up, you know, get your butt in action, you know, stop doing this stuff, you know, giving us a spanking standing. in a sense, you know. Yep. Yeah. And, and there is a, there, we live in an age of memes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I like them too, but you know, they're, there's one that really fits to what you're speaking of too, right? Hard times create strong men. Yep. Right. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. Right. So it's a cycle. cycle. It's a cycle. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And we were we we saw that. Mm-hmm. Man, we're time there was a boom going on when we had President Trump. Mm-hmm. Prices were down, everybody was working, money was flowing. Times were great. Mm-hmm. It was really, so, I think the thing that hurt was how fast that rug was pulled out from under. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That shock was like, how could it be undone so fast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And man, I I never would have expected it to happen as fast as it did. But then that, again, if it's all done in the executive orders, like kind of what Grant was talking about earlier, you 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 know the next president yeah, comes buy, in can flip those over. Well, exactly. Remember, in, remember Biden's huge pile that you but, know he was re- reversing everything that yeah, Trump the first, did. Like two days, in, yeah. In part, that's a result of the previous administration doing things all on executive order. Because once yep. once Trump's hands were tied, mm-hmm. once they set the precedent that executive order couldn't be overturned. That's when he started writing a bunch. But, you know, he still wrote the least in the last four presidents. Oh, no, no, no. I'm fully aware of that. Mm-hmm. But up until, what was it, in, what was it, mid-2020, he had written the least of, like, any president in the last 40 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to get the Supreme Court to overturn one of Obama's executive orders, and they mm-hmm. denied it. And yeah. he said, well, you've set the precedent. Mm-hmm. And so then he started doing executive orders because Congress wasn't acting. Right. right. Mm. And well, then Biden reversed every single one of those. Yeah. And and we to speak to what we were just talking about, people getting a backbone and raising, I want to read one more re- meme oh, to you. Let's hear it. Obama and President Trump are speaking, and Obama says, I weaponize the IRS, CIA, FBI, DOJ, and ISIS. Trump says, yeah, I weaponize the American people. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. And I think that he kind of did. Mm-hmm. He, he showed us it was okay to be American again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, we may we may end up in three years in a place where we don't need Trump to lead the charge which would probably be a good thing for our morality check. Yeah. Well, and maybe I, maybe that was a jump start, the whole Trump thing. You know, like you said, making us feel like... Shock and awe, like make us like, feel like we have some power again. Exactly, and now that it's know. going to, you know... 
but, so-called poop again. But we might we're standing we up. might get the American people rallied enough where we don't need to put in someone like Trump to That's be so able brash. to have. Yeah, right? we can oh, have yeah. someone who's actually a bit more. You know, perhaps has a little bit more moral moral integrity and and things like that, so that the media can't just come and flat, you know, just attack, 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 attack. Yeah. You know, where they actually have lived a good life. You know, yeah. Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So twenty twenty four. Let me let me tell you something. Here, here's here's what Ron DeSantis has done for the political landscape. There are five Navy former Navy SEALs that are now have oh, yeah. still running for Congress. Yeah, mm. that's amazing. Did you see how they slammed the Biden administration? So they said they basically wrote it, wrote it out and said, "So you have all these man, you have these mandates for vaccines and for masks." He's like, "Why don't we mandate getting our American troops that were stuck in Afghanistan home?" Yeah, wow. right, right, exactly. You care wow. that much about or, li- American lives, yeah. or the school kids that are still stuck there, or the families of mm-hmm. those troops that got to come home, but right. their families are stuck there. Exactly. We have we have failed American people big time in the in Afghanistan. Oh yeah, we have to make that right at some point. What's the thing with all these people running? We still haven't changed the, the one of the major problems, and that's the Dominion voting machines. I mean, we we're still running off those. We just did on this just last small election that was going on. Right, but look what happened. Well, yeah, the majority of it was nice, but there was still somewhere they were still having problems with the yeah, voting. There were. I mean, we need to tie it, try to get rid of that first, wouldn't we? Before we start having all these people, you know. Well, the, I, I doubt you're going to be able to get rid of that system. I'm just um, saying. I know. Exactly. Under, but I'm saying. Under this type of regime. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to have to do something. It's going to have to be overwhelming. Like what they said in uh, when Yunkin was winning, um, it was reported at that time. It was like, basically, the Democrats try to steal this now. They're going to get caught because it was so overwhelmingly mm, Republican. There was no to way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to get. Because here's the deal, really, guys. 25 to 40 percent of Republicans go vote. Wow. Let's get that to 80. Then <laughs> there's boom. no question. Exactly. Well, I think that's what happened during the Hillary and Trump election. I think they tried to rig that too, but the overwhelming amount of people right. mm-hmm. did I it to where right. they couldn't even, you yeah, know, yeah, so they, they had to try even harder the next time. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, President Trump was polarizing to both sides. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy, you know. He, he he could he could stick his foot in his mouth pretty quick. Oh, he did yeah. a lot of mean yeah. tweets. Yeah. No, he, 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 did, he he was a, a bit of a I don't know. I mean, he did a lot of good for this nation. Yeah, honestly, but there, was... but there was a lot of things he was just kind of snotty about, and it was unprofessional, and it was kind of ugly to people. Right? Yeah. You, you don't have to stoop to their level. No, and he did. Right. Yeah. And guess what? Sometimes you need somebody that's willing to get down in the mud, and he was willing to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And but, we will be grateful for that, too. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm not arguing that, but I do see somebody like a Ron DeSantis that, mm-hmm. would, that would be the great next leader for this nation. Oh, yeah. Because oh, absolutely. of his morality, because he is a true patriot, because he wants what's best for the American people. Mm-hmm. But as And when equally, was the last time we had a president who was a former military officer? Yeah, don't. Exactly. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, Trump's running again, isn't he? He hasn't officially well, announced it, but there's been a lot of hints of him saying He said that we would be things. happy with his decision. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. We, at hey, this, maybe he's going to say, I'm supporting Ron DeSantis. At this point, we have three more years. And if we have three more years... <laughs> Did you have to say that? <laughs> well, no. Well, uh, assuming, assuming God doesn't let too much damage be done. Yeah. 
we have three more years. If it goes the way it's been going this last year, we've got three more years of the Biden administration destroying America mm-hmm. and DeSantis rising, bringing Florida up mm-hmm. above everybody. Mm-hmm. He's done it in the last year, in, or well, two years since 2020. Mm-hmm. He's been bringing Florida way up here, way above most of the rest of the nation yeah, in the spotlight your hands. were, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a very <laughs> visualized person. His hands are going up, yeah. ladies so, and gentlemen. <laughs> so for the audience, so, Grant raised his right hand. <laughs> Three quarters so of he's me- been bringing, bringing Florida up on the, on the platform, and you've got p- liberals now who are recognizing DeSantis is probably the best option for 2024. So, so interesting, interesting you said that because he is... The Democrat Party has determined that he is undefeatable in Florida. So they're not going to run against him. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. I didn't they're, know they're that. They're not putting a candidate against him was what I read because they've determined that he is unbeatable. That's interesting because just like a month ago, I was reading that somebody put their hat in the ring. Well, you may have a Democrat run, but they won't have the national party support because they've decided that you can't beat him. Well, at this point, it's yeah. highly unlikely Florida is going to kick DeSantis out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. no. No, he, he's done too much, too much for the people of Florida to protect mm-hmm. us. Oh, yeah. And look what he's done for the nation, too. I mean, he asked those ships, look. Yeah, get, get him man- over here. Manifest yep. change, come to Florida, we'll unload you. And you, right. I sent you, J.D., the videos where I was watching those trains every hour just hauling tons of pouring those. Pouring in, huh? Yeah, they were just pouring in. Tons of those cargo containers just every hour. It's interesting because Biden's 90-day plan, his uh, his 24-hour ports being open, (laughs) it's not done anything really. Nope, nothing's changed out there. changed out there. Nope. But But somebody's making a lot more money, though, uh, because isn't it like a $100 fee per day per container? Florida, Florida's yeah. making it, making some money, and we got the supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our, our shelves are full here. Just to let everybody yeah, know, yeah. IKEA is back in stock with yeah. stuff. So you guys need you, some you IKEA know, There's furniture. an interesting statistic that I heard uh, a couple <laughs> days ago, and they were talking about uh, last month's uh, job increase numbers. And so there was 192,000 new jobs uh, in America last month. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 85,000 of those were in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Almost 50%. So, so you open this door, and I'll, I'll step into it now that you said that. 192,000 jobs created last month in America. Is that what you said? That's uh, the statistic. So that would be in October, statistic. right? Should be, yeah. So did you know that in September, 4.4 million people quit their jobs? Oh, I know what's going on wow. with that. that so tell that me how end. important that 200,000 people are. Mm-hmm. 4.4 million people. Quit in, in the grand working. scheme of things. You've got that happening in, in ridiculous numbers, though. People mm-hmm. are just walking away from jobs and not yep. going to get I, new ones. Yeah. I, I, I have never in my entire life heard that statistic before. Mm. That's crazy. It's 4. Called, 4 million people walked just, away from It's called the Great job. Resignation. That's insanity. It, it's happening uh, across different industries. I mean, you've got some how people losing. How are they making losing, money? Like, I, can't, I don't even know how you can do it. Uh, unemployment. Yeah, it's so backwards. Oh, it's under, it's dem- under a democratic administration, this is this is what they want. They want people, you know, living well, they hand want to universal mouth. income. Yeah, then you don't have to work. Mm. And that's the whole thing. If they get enough people out of work, they can be like, "Well, we just need to give them the money." And that's what Kamala Harris wants to do. Oh, and if yeah. we do that, God that forbid. is a slippery slope. There. No, if we get that oh, far, that's... it's too far gone. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. We're going to be in a, in a complete authoritarian state if that happens. Well, 
pray for next year because mm. in this midterm election, the tables can turn in Congress. Um, just in this mm-hmm. month, 15 Democrats have announced they will not seek re-election. Yeah. There's quite a few Republicans, too, and, that were and, also— re- But 15 Democrats yeah, that's have decided they're not running again. And that's this last month. There's mm-hmm. already been like 20 or so that have already announced that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things we have to realize, though, is that they may not seek re-election, but most of them come from heavy Democratic places. Yep. So the DNC is just going to throw another Democrat in there. That does mean that they may not have the connections to like get re-elected. So a Republican has a better chance the of possibly field becomes beating more them. Even. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, nobody knew much about AOC either, but boy, she sure just jumped right in there. Mm. Could be a lot more of her. The, like, you know, clones. <laughs> well, we've been seeing that too lately. These people just coming out of nowhere. I know. But when you have a nation of people that you think that are sheep, that you believe that you can run roughshod over and mm-hmm. become a tyrant towards, and they begin to stand up, typically what happens with these people is they begin to exit the find the fire escape. Mm-hmm. Because they know that if these people get back in power... Mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. Yeah. They, they see the writing on the wall. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like rats jumping off of a ship. You can watch it. Yeah. And and it's a really good sign that what's happening in our nation with people standing up, with people praying, with people doing everything they can to get God back involved in mm-hmm. our nation correctly. Mm-hmm. You can watch those that have tried to be tyrants. You can watch what they do. They will react. And I say this to people all the time. There is a t- terrible, terrible spiritual war going on at all times mm-hmm. around us. We're not aware of it most right. of the time, but it is going on. Mm-hmm. But prayer is one of the greatest weapons we have in that battle. Yeah, it is. And if we start fighting this fight correctly, mm-hmm. you will see things change in our physical world that make very little sense. Why did mm-hmm. that person quit? Why are they disappearing into the neither? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, that made me think about a story that Pastor Gary was telling us in staff meeting the other day about... Um, a possessed woman and you know he was trying you know to try to get this you know spirit out of this woman um but he couldn't and let until she repented of it mm-hmm. and she says i i need i want my body back and i want to you know fill right. it with jesus so that just i don't know i just saw the parallels really? there like as soon as mm-hmm. we repent and we bring god back into it I think these people are just going to and like you said we're already seeing it oh, these people are run dropping for off the mm-hmm. yep. because he said like that spirit came back and was like, no, please don't let, you know, don't, <laughs> don't well, do this to me. And he was so big and bad earlier, you know. And, and and what you're, you're kind of leaving out about the story there is that the moment of repentance was the, was the turning point for the legal ground for change. Yes. Exactly. But it wasn't over at that moment. Oh, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Like Gary still, still had to out. pray the demon out yeah. of her. Mm-hmm. You know, there was still work to be done. Yeah. You know, and then afterwards, she still had to, you know, solidify her walk mm-hmm. with Christ in order to make sure that the demons didn't come So back. it's not just a change and then forget it. Right. You know. It's not, it, just, it, it, not just asking for repentance and being yeah. like, oh, no. I did I'm just my saying job. that's the first step. That's, you know? a, that's a good picture for this nation for what yeah. we need to do too, right? Right. I absolutely believe that we need to be repentant about where we what we've done, mm-hmm. what we've allowed. And then we have a lot of work to do to yeah. reclaim the ground. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what Gary was doing is he, he was helping to reclaim that ground. You know, repentance may take and loosen the bind, right? Mm-hmm. Loosen the authority. Because there's legal, there was legal ground in her life for that demon to be there right. until exactly. the moment she repented. Because she let mm-hmm. it happen. And, yeah. and just like in our nation, 
the 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 evil has legal ground because look what we have done. Mm-hmm. Right. Look what we've done with the media and how it goes after our children. Uh-huh. Look at the children's um television and movie programs and how evil they are. Look at the child trafficking. Look at this sex trade. Look at pornography. Look at abortion. Look at the drug trade, the illicit drug trade. Look at all these things that we've done in our nation to tear down the 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 constructs of God. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just uh, reading a devotion last night. It was um, a really good devotion that I was reading. It's called In Jesus' Name, you know, on the, you, mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. Bible app. And it, one of them was for the sake of our country, and it did talk about how we need to be praying more, you know, reverently, you know, for our nation yeah. and for our leaders, whether they're Christian leaders or non-Christian leaders, you know, that are in our, you know, government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I know that there's times I don't pray enough probably for a lot of our exactly. our leaders in our nation. And we know? don't pray comfortable prayers. Right. You know, Real change yeah. comes from those prayers mm-hmm. that, because... I the mean, gritty stuff exactly. where you're really, really you're praying through your this. heart out and yep. you're, you're really seeking change. Yeah, exactly. One thing I ask, or one thing I heard that, that I now ask when I pray, is this prayer going to change something? Somebody's life, America, is this going to change something? Or is this just a comfortable prayer where I just feel safe praying it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's going to be a huge step for people. And one of the things that we're commanded by the Bible to do, um, as much as it may like physically hurt us at times, mm-hmm. we're supposed to pray for Biden. We're supposed exactly. to pray for Camilla Harris. What in Matthew five yeah. it, it says that you know that. Um, uh, but I say unto you, love your love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, mm-hmm. so that you may be the children of the Father who is in heaven. So I mean, it's just you well, know. Yeah, and, and just think if you know, and and we I do my the prayer group I pray with every day. We pray for. Our, Leaders, you know, uh, President Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy uh-huh. Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. We pray for these people. Uh-huh. We pray for them to find God. Yeah. That we pray that their heart is changed because imagine, I mean, look at look at their abilities to do evil. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Right. If if they become believers, can you imagine what they can do for the kingdom? Exactly. Be unstoppable. Exactly. So, <laughs> of course, you want to pray for these people to be saved. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, come on, we're all hideous sinners, right? Yeah. We've all done corruptible and, and terrible things in our life against the will of God, against other people. None of us are clean, no matter how much you dislike these people. Mm-hmm. You're just guilty too, mm-hmm. and on your own. Now in Christ, then we're all forgiven and we're all clean. But we should want that for everyone. And, exactly. and I do. I want them to be saved because, man, if they can do all this in such a short period of time. <laughs> right. And if if they suddenly just become on the side of Christ and, and believers, mm-hmm. they could make an, an incredible, unbelievable change to the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely agree. We should be in fervent prayer for their souls, mm-hmm. that they would be saved, because in saving them, mm-hmm. it would save the nation, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And no, it shouldn't be hard for us to do that because if our hearts are truly turned over to Christ, if it's your will and not mine, right? Mm-hmm. Then guess what? He wants everybody. He wants that God's no one, will. He wants that no one should perish, right? Mm-hmm. No one. All right. 
So yeah, I'm I'm with you on 100%. We should be praying for them every single well, day. Well, we need to pray for Kenosha tonight too. To, <laughs> yeah. With just everything. I mean, it, hopefully this is going to turn into another Ferguson with Michael Brown back in 2014 well, where Kenosha. his father comes out and just says, burned to the ground. You know, Ken- Kenosha was burning last year. Oh, it and, was. Yeah. And yeah. We, we have any every expectation that it's going to burn tonight. And, and I saw somebody put a bunch of... Uh, information out that they were piles of bricks already found around the city. Mm. I mean, you don't send 500 National Guard troops um, ahead of a, a verdict if you don't expect something bad to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, all the regular players that are involved in these things have already shown up in that town. You know, Black Lives Matter has been there. Yeah. Antifa has been there. Well, you have just we, as many on the other side that are there as well. Um, you've yeah. got you've got a bunch of conservative um, or or real journalists there. You've got mm-hmm. you've got a lot of people that are there right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe even some pa- Christian pastor groups have gone. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that went ahead of the trial to pray and stuff like that. So, Good. I mean, it could get bad. It could also like be staved off by the amount of opposing force to Antifa and yep. BLM. Well, yeah, yeah. It it could be turned. Completely void if enough people are just praying on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because God will hear that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people are praying because for this to know, go the way it did for oh, Kyle, yeah. I know personally I mean, dozens of people that were praying for this this trial. The spiritual yeah. warfare that I mean that was probably going on outside that courthouse. Oh man, I can't. I mean, I can't even. If you got if you've got witches practicing like oh. cur- cursing churches, imagine what they were doing in that to yeah. that courtroom. Dude, well, no but doubt. can you imagine? For just a second, imagine how God felt with hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people praying for this one, one child, one, one kid, because he was 17 years old when this happened. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine how that, how great it was to see his people come and do something? (laughs) Right, right. Yep. That's true. Yep. And, and I... I seriously, I know dozens of people that were praying every day for this trial, for this kid, for justice, for truth to come through. Right. Man, if we throw some that much attention on like abortions that are going on in America, <sighs> oh, boy, yeah. it would just change that around overnight. Well, we have a chance. We do. So uh, the uh, Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. is being fought out again in, in the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. Missouri is going there think the first or second week of December mm-hmm. to argue in, uh, at the Supreme Court. So we should, as a nation, yep. and, and and I call for all our listeners, and, uh, and to just begin praying. Yeah, that's that right around the... Roe versus Wade is overturned this time, that we can yeah. stop abortion in our nation, that we can stop the sacrifice of unborn children, and we can stop the tears of God over this death cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's going to happen right around close to the time that we're having Grand Miracle. So yeah, be a good time to gather the church. And, right. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, man, if, if you're, if you're with the church, talk to your pastor, talk to your church leaders, get a group of people together, start praying on this Why? because what a, what a terrible national sin this is for us. And we have an opportunity to make it stop. Yeah, exactly. And, and mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine anything that would be more precious to God than to see his people fervently pray mm-hmm. in confession, repentance, and then asking for him to help us to stop this. Yeah. 
I mean, what, what a moment of healing that could be for a nation to end the murder of babies. That mm-hmm. would be the point of repentance. It would. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we need every person bending their knee and praying for this. We need every person to cry out to save these children. Well, I mm-hmm. don't think it's possible that it would be overturned without people praying in mass. Yeah. Well, and, and I, you're probably right, because if, if we're not willing to do such a simple thing as to pray, then that's a sign that we're okay with what's going on. Right. And are we really okay with it? Are, or are we just too consumed with our own lives mm. to take a minute and to ask God to help us to stop this? Because exactly. prayer should be our first priority, not our last resort. Absolutely. Yeah. Whenever there's trouble, the first mm-hmm. thing you should do is go, okay, God, I need you right now. Exactly. I don't, I, whatever else is about to happen, I need you to be involved here. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the fallout if on the left, if abortion was suddenly like ruled like illegal? Well, think about this for a second. If Roe v. Wade, the founding, the foundation of those those laws and those the funding and mm-hmm. all that was mm-hmm. suddenly just like pulled, the rug pulled out from under them. And we need to get ready for so, the outlash that would happen yeah. after that, too. It won't be over at that moment. Exactly. But, but see, this this spiritual war that's going on, many of those people on on the evil side, let's call it, they're fully aware of the spiritual war. Right. And and they believe God has abandoned us, mm-hmm. that, that we've allowed this country to be so corrupt that he's turned his back to us. Mm-hmm. If if we're able to pray and we're able to get God involved in this and hear him, have him hear us through enough voices to come in and stop this, to overturn Roe versus Wade, they will be terrified because it will prove to them that God is still with us. Yeah, It will prove because honestly, you're right. The only way that this is going to happen is with God. Mm-hmm. It would be a yeah. massive, massive victory. So well, this is going to... It, it will be a changing... It'll be a, a pivotal moment in our nation of change. Right. So the Supreme Court will hear the Mississippi abortion case. Oh, Mississippi. Uh, it's going to be December 1st, okay. uh, challenging the, the decades-old protection of Roe versus Wade. Mm. So. Well, there you have it. We're only a week and a couple of days away from that. And, and, man, we really need to be praying hard. On December 1st. Yeah. Yeah, gather. I'm thinking of like gathering together. Yeah, maybe and, and we doing need a... to talk to our church. Yeah, and yeah. say Let's maybe on the night before we need to do an all night prayer vigil. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'll bring it up with Gary. I don't think we have staff on Tuesday, but um, that's an important enough thing where we can organize something. Yeah, Gary can probably organize something to happen on you know, say and announce something on Sunday. And we've we've done an all night prayer before, so they're not that hard to do. Yeah, just get a little. Little prayer going all night long, and and just get God back into this nation. Mm-hmm. It's the only way it'll be fixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, be an amazing thing to see, and oh, yeah. and and it would be absolutely obvious that God was involved, and it would give oh, yeah. a lot of hope for mm-hmm. those wanting restoration in this nation. Because Point God loves impossible situations, because it shows that only God can do it. Yeah, That's we're right. almost at that point, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. So this, is, this is the turning point. <laughs> Awesome. But we have to do our part. Exactly. Right? We can't yeah. just sit back and go, okay, it's on you, God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Jesus yeah, right? couldn't go in and heal that town because they didn't have the oh. people didn't have any faith. Right. Jesus, so went, to, on... Jesus went to prayer all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And we can't sit here and hope that the justices that just oh, came in no. will do it because they've no. al- they've already been too wishy washy, too wishy washy in the last year about mm. different cases that have come mm-hmm. before them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know we we look at them and we're like, oh, we got all these conservative justices in, and mm. but re- in reality, like it's, they're just part of the same. They are the, they the are. same wheel. Yep. Well. You know, they all come out of that legal system, but, but right? God yeah. has the power to influence their heart. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to pray for their spiritual eyes to be open for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, the the veil needs to be lifted off these mm-hmm. people, and then they need to be empowered to do the right thing to and to end this. Because, man, if if I was God and I and I saw what we were doing to the children of this nation, wow. He all I can say is that his patience is in un. Believable. Let's just it say pe- I'm, uh, people are probably glad that I'm not God because yeah, <laughs> it'd be going down. You know, I, I love I love the Chosen series and, yeah. and that Sons of Thunder episode. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, mm. you know, we deserve a bolt of lightning uh, over the abortion uh, issue. Can we bring mm-hmm. down fire right now? <laughs> I'm like, I would have Jesus had to rain them back. Ago. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the incredible patience mm-hmm. and love that He has for us. Mm-hmm. It's just, and that just shows the power wow, right there. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But man, I know that this is breaking his heart, mm-hmm. and because it, it breaks my heart. Well, that's why we're under judgment right now so hard because it's been so long. His justice cannot be staved off forever. That's right. And he still has mercy amongst his justice, and he still wants to provide a pathway back to him, even during you know, even when he's. You know, having having no choice but to judge mm-hmm. and discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, yeah, I, I there we have hope. There yeah. there is still hope. The nation is not lost. We're not so divided that we can't be reunited. But we have to do it using the tools that we know are available to us. We have to go back to the word, and we have to go back to love one another, and we have to go back and ask God to be part of this relationship with each other with our nation, and and with him. We've got to get him back involved in every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our government, the schools. Uh We've got to heal this nation, and there's only one way to do it, and that's through the power of God. Uh Yep. So that's my my battle cry for the day is... (laughs) Hit your knees. Let's get to praying and ask God to come back to our nation. Amen. And, and to once again give us the blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for us to be able to to recover our inheritance. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank Him because He's been extremely patient with us, mm-hmm. and He is still blessing us. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. still one of the most blessed nations on the planet. We're we're still getting blessing, even though we're so, doing so many vile things. Mm-hmm. And he's still showing us that he is here and that truth and justice are still alive in our nation. We see that today. Yep. Um, so tons of hope. We just saw it. We got work to do. We can't be comfortable, kick back and put it in neutral, lazy Christians. It's time for us to actually get our hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so warm. grateful to live in Florida. Oh, <laughs> yes. Amen. It's a little easier on this, <laughs> amen. <in> this state. <laughs> it is. But not everybody in Florida lives like this either, right? Exactly. You could be in downtown Miami or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, down south, it's pretty. Jacksonville. Boca, West Palm. <laughs> yeah, usually the more north you go, the better. I mean, there are. We're kind of on that good, that first county that's. <laughs> but if you think about those communities that we know are troubled, let's call mm-hmm. it, right? 
what is what is the one of the common themes of those people that live there is they lack hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a duty. We need to share our hope. Mm-hmm. We need to be out in our communities and sharing what the gift is that we've been given. Yeah. So yeah. let's not be greedy and hold it to ourselves. Exactly. You don't have to go to Africa to we give you missionaries right here. Right. Oh, <laughs> man, I am such a proponent for Mission America. You can't even yeah, believe it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'd love to see us put missionaries out all over the country. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how unsaved America is now. You've got other countries sending missionaries to America. But, <laughs> except for the right. churches in America still send them over there. So what, what, what are we doing? We're exchanging. Yeah. It's like, like uh, what is it the kids in high school do? Foreign exchange, exchange students. students. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have foreign exchange <laughs> missionaries. <laughs> That's bad. That's pretty bad, isn't it? It is. Yeah. word. But, you know, the word tells us that we need to take our, care of our own home first, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. We're really not doing a very good job of that. No, we need so, to. So let's try to do better. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And along with getting our hands dirty, let's get our knees dirty. Yeah. Um, and we got a lot of work to do. But, you know, he's provided everything that we need to do it. Mm -hmm. And I have great hope for the future because I see people standing up and making these decisions and calling out to God Mm -hmm. more and more every day. I mean, you see professional athletes that are are doing it. We see people in in Hollywood, Chris Pratt, look what he's done. Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm very happy for that man to have the courage that he has. Mm-hmm. And and there's others that are, are, are like that too. So you can see it. You have to look for it. Yep. But it's out there. They're, they have not won this fight. Exactly. And like you said, God has given us the tools. He's given us the stuff. It just comes down to our choice. That's right. What we're going to do with it. We can sit back and try to be comfortable as long as we can. But guess what happens in the end? You will be enslaved. Mm-hmm. Or you can stand up and you can be free. Uh-huh. I choose freedom. Smelt some of that freedom today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're breathing a little better today, One right? One step yeah, at yeah. a time. Man, it just kind of lifted off of you, didn't yeah. it? After you heard that about was... that whole uh, Rittenhouse trial. Oh, it was Man. so awesome. I tell you, it felt like it just lifted. I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful Friday. <laughs> I mean, just watching his reaction on the video. Oh, but dude, it was... just made me tear oh, up. Because there was so much more on trial than just him. There really was. It was your right to self-defense. It was. It was the Second Amendment. Yeah, it was hanging. It it was. (laughs) It was the media's or the left's ability to try people without an actual trial. I know. It 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 was was a social credit score trial. Yep. Mm -hmm. And truth won. Yep. What a beautiful thing when truth wins. Mm -hmm. When people have courage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What an incredible thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny because Ben Shapiro said anybody who's watched the trial for 30 seconds knew that he was not guilty. I mean, it took a little bit more than that, really. Yeah. But I mean, it's it, you that's, could, how, that's how stark the difference between the media and the courtroom. I'm pretty yeah. sure that half a day of watching that trial, you knew. Oh, absolutely. Just one half of a day. And it's sad at the end of that, we still didn't know what the. And the funny part be. about it was. Half a day of watching the prosecution, you knew he was a not guilty. Yeah. Well, what was so scary was that it was three days of deliberation. Yeah. Like after one day of deliberation, you're like, wait a second. Usually when it's not guilty, they're back in less than an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, you know, there was, that a, was scary. There were a lot a of bit. nervous people over that. Yeah, and the, after the, the mob second was trying day, to rule is what yeah. was going on. The after mob the was second trying to day, rule. I'm I'm guessing the defense attorneys were preparing Kyle for worst case scenario. Oh sure, and I think that's why he had the reaction he did because yeah. he was preparing for because the worst. He was, <laughs> yep. They came back after three day, three full days, and he. I mean, you could just see it in his face. Mm. You know, he was. I couldn't imagine the being full in that. weight of. But that's of that. one brave kid because he stood there. Dude. And he faced it. Yep. He might need to check and see if he's got an ulcer. Well, he, I'm worried. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you, you could tell that it took the very last ounce of courage Literally. he had to stand. Because last when ounce the of last, energy. last verdict was read, he just collapsed. Yeah. He had spent everything he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. So here's something you don't want to do. You don't want to play poker with that judge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> that is not true. Yeah, that is <laughs> so true. Man, if I was Kyle, I'd be like, you He know. read those, and, and he didn't raise an eyebrow. Nothing changed on that judge. Oh, I know. Because I was watching the judge. <laughs> yeah. And Just I'm to like, see if you could see something. Like, that's the stone coldest face I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it's like he was reading blank paper or something. Wow. Yeah, what's going to happen with Rittenhouse, like like what happened with Sandman, he's going to make like $400 million oh, that, on this. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. needs to go retire somewhere quietly yeah. no, on no, his no, own no, island. No, 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 no. Not retire. <laughs> Take that money, invest it in doing good things oh, there for his nation. Yeah. yeah, create yeah. some. If God's going to bless you like that, that be a blessing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I can see that too. Create his own media outlet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Buy CNN. How's that? Yes. <laughs> That's the NDA. And MSNBC. He gets to own them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I'm telling you. you. How, can mean, they, how can they keep paying well, out all these huge lump sums of well, money like oh, this? They, and do they make billions? But guess what? We were, talk, we're talking about MSNBC and CNN. There's a lot more people that he could sue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the president the of the United States? At least a <laughs> dozen <laughs> NBA players. Oh, yeah, yeah. That oh, too. LeBron really? James. Yep. Uh, did he come out against him? Mm-hmm. LeBron James uh, called him a crybaby or something like oh, that. Oh, ton. They said, I mean, he was worse than they, that, but that oh, was yeah. like the, the the main highlight. But I mean, musicians, NBA players, NFL players, Congress women, Congress women and men. I they mean, were saying things that made no sense. Are, they were calling them racist and. Oh yeah. Wasn't it? What it was three white guys. The that, View. Yeah. yeah. Oh, obviously. I yeah. mean, they always got an opinion. Hit the list of people <laughs> that he could go to court against. Three convicted felons who are all incredible. white. I'd be like, yeah. hey, Nick Sandman, and, and, and can I borrow your issue. lawyers? And the one who <laughs> survived actually admitted that he was like coming after him with a gun. Well, that's the that, uh, that, that, was, that, that was that was the linchpin right there. Yeah. When, yeah. when <laughs> the prosecution asked this guy, so. Uh, he just pointed his gun at you. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, it was the defense that got it. Yeah. Well, the, no. The, the the prosecution when the when the prosecutor was over there just head down oh, rubbing yeah, it because yeah. yeah. their star witness is like, well, no, he really didn't point his gun at me until I put my gun in his face. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, well, at first, <laughs> at first he was he was following the the prosecution's narrative, yeah. and then like the defense attorney was just clever enough to say it in the right way. <sighs> oh, that was yeah. amazing! And you could just watch the the prosecutor just shaking his head, just like, yeah. oh. And head here's down. the thing: the prosecutor, if you, if you look at that reaction, the prosecutor knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, oh, wait, what did you say? It was like, oh, come on. You didn't just say what I told you not to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went over this over and over again. That's right. Go, yeah. We had meetings. Oh, my goodness. It Follow was, the script, so man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it was. If he would have been found guilty, it would have been a travesty of justice. Yeah. But 
Thank God it wasn't. The right yeah. thing mm-hmm. happened, and thank you, and Jesus. I hope that he goes home and prays. And Lord, because he's going to still need protection, and we're going to still oh, need Lord, to pray for him. Let's not have another incident right. come out of what what is a result of this, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm. Anybody got anything else to wrap up today? I think we're good. I think we've wrung this uh, rag out. It's dry now. (laughs) But I think it was a great conversation, and I appreciate you guys coming and talking today because we are at a point in our nation where it's we're to the desperate point Mm -hmm. that we need to admit that we have things that we have to confess and repent of, Mm -hmm. that we need God. We need to be praying and asking him to help us to heal this nation. And then we need to be praying for things like that happened today for truth and justice to come through. Mm -hmm. We need to pray for the the trial of the Supreme Court on December 1st for abortion to be overturned. Exactly. There are a lot of things that we need to be praying for, for God to come and make his presence known to help us to heal this nation and return us to what he had given us originally. Mm-hmm. So I, I do appreciate you guys coming and talking to us today. That uh, that was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So this has been a Veritas Resurgence broadcast, and today on A Voice Calling in the Wilderness, we've been talking about the trial of the Kyle Rittenhouse and some other current events and how this nation has still got hope that uh, we can still call out to God and he will come and hear us and he will heal our nation. So we ask that you stand and pray with us. We ask that you pray for the Supreme Court trial come up and um, help overturn Roe versus Wade with God's power. So if you would, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at vrproadcast.org where we can, you can find more teaching and ask questions of the show and our guests. Also find us on Facebook at Voice Calling in the Wilderness. And do us a favor, recommend this podcast to your friends and family. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.